2: How's it going? We are Playoff Bound Fantasy Football. Playoff Bound Fantasy Football! I'm half of your host, Brian. And I'm the other half. We won't tell you which side is which. But I'm the left. I'm the left (laughs) twix. I'm the top. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! whoa. Oh, jeez.
3: What does that mean for me? Hey, we are... I'm this show's ass. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going
2: to say that. Uh, (laughs) That's fine. I said it for you. Thanks. Hey, we're... uh, we're into playoff time for many leagues there's a few leagues league kinds out there that this is their last week sure
3: yeah you could be playing um 16 17 18 but gross yeah don't do that I don't want to to it. yeah no Ooh. no don't don't be that person don't be there. 15 16 17 especially with the well now with the new extra week in the season those are the recommended
2: times to be playing the playoffs does it feel like you've played longer this year than last
3: that's a good question. Uh, no, I didn't really feel it, to be honest. Um, I know it happened mm-hmm. because we are in a 14-team league uh, as our primary league. And so that means that when there were 16 weeks, so we had a championship in week 16, we played every team once. This week would have been our first round of playoffs last uh, year. Right. Right. So, uh, I played one team twice. I happen to have played the worst team in our league twice, so Lucky. that was not the worst. <laughs> uh so that worked out. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> sorry. He's sorry too.
2: He really is. Rough year. Yeah, rough not, year. You, you got him next he'll year. He'll bounce back. He always does. That's right. How's your you you're in multiple leagues. You're in three leagues, correct? Uh we're in two together. Yes. 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 Correct. So I made the playoffs in all three leagues. Excellent. And you made the playoffs in all of your leagues. Yep. Four on my side. Yeah. So, and, uh, in our main league, we're one and two. Correct. We were in first place and second place. Yep. This is actually the, when I, when we did our draft, you know, they give you ratings on how you draft and this, it was the highest I've ever got. I got a, I think a plus rating for my draft and this is the highest, uh, this is the I've never finished first in this league before at the end of the regular season, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm I'm, uh, th- we have a lot of strong teams out in our playoffs this year, so I'm a little worried. We do. Um, I, I think it's going to be a really competitive playoff season, but
3: I think you're in a great position because you're doing this thing where you just keep winning by like the skin of your teeth. I do every week. It's really incredible to watch. Actually, <laughs> I think
2: I'm ten 10 wins in a row. Nine, uh,
3: nine or ten, yeah, and I'm one behind. You,
2: one in little yeah. hair yeah. behind me.
3: I wanted to look this up as well because I y- you brought it up your uh, draft grade and I was curious. Yeah. Um. So we're like that 14 team league. Like I said, I was the 11th
2: ranked team. I got a C. Oh, C. C. Were you, what were you feeling feeling then? At um. The of the year when you saw C. Uh, Fine,
3: because I've learned, Mm -hmm. right? I've been successful enough in fantasy football to know that you don't win your season at the draft, right? That's the beginning, and a great draft certainly helps, right? But your team does not succeed on the back of who you drafted. Mm -hmm. The other league that you and I are in, I have had every running back injury in the book. Um, My running back room is devastatingly depressing bloody floor
2: there's bones disgusting yeah
3: disgusting and yet i was still able to sneak into the
2: bottom of our playoffs uh six teams out of 12 i had faith in you looking at your uh your last week before you played and i was i was pulling for you it was
3: uh rough i had chuba hubbard ty johnson uh the backup for the jets (laughs) and uh i want to make sure i get this name right nick westbrook hakeen uh, from the Titans. Mm-hmm. How'd they do? Not great. Uh, Westbrook had 4.6 points. This is a half-point PPR, or half-PPR uh, league. Ty Johnson had 7.7, 7, which is okay. Chuba Hubbard got that touchdown, which really saved me, but that was 9.3 Were you points.
2: playing against somebody who didn't start everyone?
3: I No, I played against the Lamar Jackson team. Oh, yep. So, yep. kind of got lucky there, but I would have won anyway. Lamar, so. yeah, that was that was painful for a lot of people out there yeah so uh obviously we'll touch on that briefly because we'll still go through a bit of a news segment Mm -hmm. um even though this is going to be our final episode of the season last one for this
2: season uh we got you to 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 the time for the playoffs that's right that's what the show is about yeah and you know any if you're into the playoffs uh you know what you're doing your lineup's pretty much set. Right. I mean at this point you're going in with who you have. You probably have your backups lined up. You might stream, you might still be streaming defense or kicker possibly. I have 3 defenses on my roster right now. You're able to switch them around Right. or you don't want to drop them so somebody else can swoop in. Right. and take them.
3: I think I'm running through the playoffs with the Eagles and the Patriots. I don't know who
2: I'm starting each week. Mm. <laughs> but those Yeah, are it depends options. who who they're playing. I I like the Patriots. Oh it's hard not to. They've been a powerhouse defense yeah. for sure. More so
3: than I think anybody even expected. We expected them to be good cuz they're always good. But you know, I believe they're still the number 1 defense in fantasy football right Either now. Them or Tampa Bay?
2: Not yeah. Sure who. Yeah, I'll have to take a look, but yeah. Um pretty impressive. So, we'll see what happens. Do you feel like Tampa Bay is New England NFC? now Hmm. do you look at them like maybe they operate a little differently i mean uh,
3: the patriots when tom brady was there were good but i've never thought of the patriots as being a truly powerhouse offense and i think of they just didn't make mistakes right that's a great way to put it the buccaneers now are i consider to be a powerhouse offense right they've got a killer quarterback who's throwing like he's never thrown before yeah he's a Twenty-five year old buck out there. His his touchdown rate is incredible. Um, you've got crazy wide receivers uh, with like Evans and Godwin. Um, and, and when Brown wants to play, when Brown is or out is there able to play or isn't lying about his COVID vaccinations, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, you've got a uh, great tight ends right, um, led by Gronk, and then um Leonard Fournette comes out of nowhere <laughs> and makes himself relevant again. That's amazing. I love it. It's a great story. Fantastic story. Um this this young guy, super promising, ends up getting lost a little bit in himself and then goes to a team under a different coach who talks to him, who's serious with him, who's hardcore revitalizes with him. him. And and that's what
2: it takes to turn him around. So much of football is mental. Last year was a little iffy with him. Mm-hmm. You weren't sure if he was going to be their starter. They were they had Ronald Jones trying to get in there then they they got a uh, giovanni bernard yep. in there and you're kind of like oh not the 3
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> you hate seeing
2: that especially for top teams having uh the rotation of running backs which is the most frustrating deal in fantasy football in my opinion is the is the running back rotation so he stepped up he pushed everybody through and he's he's big he's good Mm -hmm. uh just one thing before we move on i'm still looking
3: at my kind of draft results Mm -hmm. Um, so we use yahoo fantasy for our primary league and i'm looking at my draft summary and this is why the draft analysis uh and your report card doesn't super matter and uh you don't end up winning your season at the draft for a few reasons one it told me that I would have a difficult challenge in week nine when I have four players on a bye DeAndre Swift, Tyler Lockett, Ryan Suckop, and uh, Curtis Samuel. I had none of
2: those players on my team <laughs> by the time by week 9 came around. Yeah, they just look at something that they can say something about. Right. The computer generated deal. And yeah, they shouldn't be looking at that stuff. And in our league, like uh, we have another person who had an A plus. I had an A plus, and we had another gentleman who had A plus who. Uh, finished with less than that. <laughs> uh, dead last. Dead last. One win the entire season. So it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't matter so much the report card. It makes you feel good or makes you feel terrible, I suppose. But you shouldn't. Uh, next year, going into twenty twenty two, don't worry about it. If if you if you are, don't walk away going. Uh, I got a C minus. <laughs> yeah, you you've yes. got this. You've got you this. Got we it. believe in you. I had a D the year I won. I had a. D-report card, I think, or C-minus. That's what happens. That's what happens. Because, you know, a lot of these report cards and grades, they view it as a cumulative projected points. And sometimes uh, you only have one quarterback that you draft. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're going to be falling down. Yeah, yeah, true.
3: Well, I'll tell you what. Um, we have news to cover. We do. But then I think we're going to spend some time reviewing the season.
2: Looking back... I didn't know where I was going with my song either.
3: Um, Yeah, so you thought maybe we could take a look back, we could Mm -hmm. chat about things we were right about, things we were wrong about. We'll look
2: back, and then we'll look forward. I love it.
3: Well, real quick, let's run down some news. (laughs) Give me news. Yeah. (laughs) there's there's a lot of news the number one piece of news being holy covid batman it's getting thick with the covid so 75 players jackson yeah i know that you're not following football super closely right now this is um, true but have you heard this story because this is major news i i have not the nfl has had 75 players test positive in the last two days for covid that's a lot. That's a lot.
0: That's How many players are there? I 76. Mean, <laughs> wow. It's going to be real hard to play at this point.
3: Right. Whoever has that one player in fantasy football wins. They win, they win the whole thing. Right. Um, yeah, that's, that's an extraordinary amount, especially when you have all of these hardcore COVID protocols in place. Mm-hmm. So, one, I think what that tells us is maybe there's some um, lax approach to COVID happening, but probably more so... We are seeing a resurgence of COVID, and that comes along with the new variant, the Omicron variant. And it's just something to be aware of. So if you're out there, please consider getting vaccinated. Um, if you need to, consider getting your booster. Don't use the fake COVID card. Don't lie cards. about your vaccination like a number of high-profile 74 of
2: them. <laughs> that,
3: no, that's not what happened. I'm just kidding. That's not what happened. Um, but, yeah, ugh. Anyway, there's too many players to list, but there's some high profile players that are really questionable now.
2: And it's fantasy time. And it it's shouldn't fantasy be fantasy time, correct. So They like, should know better for our teams.
3: Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, and Tyler Higbee, both of the Rams, they are have tested positive for COVID. Not gonna be in your starting lineup this the week. The Rams have shut down their facility and they are in intensive COVID protocols. Um Kadarius Toney Tony tested positive, Philip Lindsay tested positive. Like there's a number of positive cases out there that you need to keep an eye on so um follow the news throughout the week because whatever we tell you today it's probably not going to be true by Saturday correct um speaking of which one note before I forget there's football on Saturday there is there's no college so right so keep an eye out you have a football game Thursday you have a football game on Saturday and then you've got more football on Sunday so do don't Are you a fan
2: of, of the Saturday football games? Absolutely. Yes. Give Absolutely. me football every day. All the football. Every, I'm ready. 65.
3: A few other things to touch on, uh James Conner was getting an MRI for the ankle. I heard
2: he was he could be pretty iffy. It's forward. questionable.
3: Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, something to keep an eye on. Um DeAndre Hopkins MRI on the leg. Keep an eye out for that. Darren Waller still not practicing. Um at this point, Sammy Watkins has a knee injury. So keep an eye on that. Elijah Moore on IR, Uh, DJ Moore day-to-day with a hamstring injury. These are two big ones, Josh Allen, foot injury, and Lamar Jackson, ankle. Josh Allen's looking a little more positive, uh, but you need to keep an eye on both of those. We haven't heard major pieces of news as of recording this on Tuesday night. So keep an eye on both of them. Those are big names for your playoffs. And probably avoid their backups. I would, yeah. I, I wouldn't touch either of those I don't backups. know
2: who they would be.
3: Um, if but. those players are out, the defenses facing them um, become oh, way up, become highly sought after. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Eckler looked fine with the ankle, so something to keep an eye on there as well. His ankle looked nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, look at that nice, nice, ankle. nice ankle. That's a nice ankle you have there. <laughs> I always try to make Jackson laugh. I'm like, yeah. It
2: doesn't work. He's just stone.
3: Hey, Jackson. <laughs> hey, what? How's your ankle? It's pretty good. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. G- great. <laughs> Got me to hear it. Happy for you. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a thumb injury, but it's not expected to limit him in any way. Uh, Kareem Hunt ankle injury. Look at all these ankles. What's up with the Browns and their running backs? Well, Kareem Hunt in particular has struggled with some serious injury. So, um, week to week right now, you can't expect Kareem Hunt to play this week. Um, I'm pretty excited to play Nick Chubb this week. Especially since, speaking of COVID, uh, a couple of of high-profile players on the Browns have tested positive, including Jarvis Landry, pass catcher there. Mm Mm-hmm uh daniel jones uh still needs another mri uh haven't heard anything new at this point his neck uh,
2: you you can't mess with that <laughs> why what's
3: what's wrong with your neck man i <laughs> yeah, got a the crick neck. in my neck oh god uh i think that's that's those the, are the big pieces of news um lots of injuries to monitor lots of covid to monitor i expect this covid situation to continue to progress mm-hmm.
2: so you got to stay on we're your knees. Gonna... Yeah, these playoffs are going to be really interesting. See who goes in, comes out. And... Yeah, yeah. Good luck, everyone, with the injuries and the COVIDs.
3: Yeah, good luck. We yes, uh, of course, we care about fantasy. This is a fantasy show. We want to win, but at the end of the day, we want everyone to be safe and
2: healthy and happy. So mm-hmm. that's really and what and have really for. nice ankles. We're rooting for those ankles. So this year has been a lot of ups and downs. Should we talk about that or should we do that after a break?
3: Yeah. Hey Jackson, how long have we been recording? Seventeen minutes twenty-two seconds. Let's take that break. I like it. Let's take a break. Give and, me a break. And when we come back, we're going to get nostalgic on you.
2: Diddly-doo.
3: Diddly-do. We're gonna we're gonna diddly <laughs> do some nostalgia for you, so stick around if you know what's true. <gasps>
0: Jake, are you A. still Arthur, going? Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Jake, Benjamin Harrison, William McKinley, Theodore We are literally Donald running Trump. out of time. <laughs> did you literally forget the president who is right now Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Oh, I did it. Ugh, oh, I was in I was in my groove. Come there. and learn with us everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm I'm kind of doing you most You couldn't of even the remember 50. Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It. It's mostly you. Thank you. L A S. We should say each other's names instead. To throw everybody off Oh that's a great idea For the trailer Alright here we go
1: Hey I'm Mike I'm Shane
0: Oh my god You guys really are doing it Aren't you (laughs)
1: Alright I'm Jeremy I'm Mike What you're still doing
0: The false names thing I feel like
1: we already Have a trailer going right now This is like a
0: Fourth (laughs) grade elementary school joke Hey
1: everybody I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy
0: And I'm Oh wait a minute You guys are throwing me off With the name
1: thing Hey I'm Shane I'm Jeremy And I'm Mike And this is the Groove Live podcast.
0: We're talking all things groove. Music,
1: food, friends. Beer, beer, even. All of it.
0: Whatever brings groove into your life.
1: How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of
0: groovy? I I would file that under groove.
1: Construction projects.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories.
1: Every day you get out of bed, what makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction
0: projects. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove
1: Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Hey, guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life
1: podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. No, that sounds dumb.
0: L A S.
2: And we're back. I feel like we need a laugh
3: track for that song. I know. It's very <laughs> it's, friends. It's
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow.
2: Ooh. <laughs> hey. Yay. We're going to uh, talk about what happened this year. Like, okay. Okay. Pick a guy. One, just your single biggest bust. Ooh. If you, I mean, there's a lot. Hmm. But who, who my disappointed bu- you? My maybe on your bust, team, maybe. or just the biggest bust? I think just fantasy related. Okay. The biggest bust,
3: well, one of the biggest busts has to be Allen Robinson. That I was going to pick him, too. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's just—you took this guy in maybe the first, second round, right, expecting him to be your wide receiver one, and he does nothing the entire year. Never performs, and then gets consistently worse and worse until he's—he's
2: he's, he's nothing. You could make a case that it was his quarterback play, but a good wide receiver will still find ways to— to catch the ball. Well,
3: and sure, you're not playing with top-tier quarterbacks right now. Between Andy Dalton, who started out pretty decent actually, uh, and then faded away fairly quickly, or Justin Fields, who started out kind of rough but has consistently gotten better. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, was in the top ten of quarterbacks last week. Uh, against the Packers, a really exciting game, actually. And uh, and Darnell Mooney has seen He's success.
2: overtaken Robinson in yeah.
3: my fantasy eyes by far. Yep, so major disappointment on that front. What about you? Do you have another one you want to throw out there?
2: I, I don't know if this is, like, a major disappointment, but and I, I didn't draft this person in any things, but I, I had—maybe it was a gut feeling. Or not a gut feeling. My heart wanted Mike Davis— to be mm. something uh and he did nothing this yeah
3: year. yeah i drafted mike davis in the fourth round um now that's a little bit skewed because we have keepers mm-hmm. so it was more like fifth, our fifth round yeah. essentially um but yeah drafted him as my running back three how many weeks did you start him before he God. traded or cut him, St- uh, I never started him. No, because I always started Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon, who mm-hmm. I'm still riding or dying with. Um, but yeah, Mike Davis, I traded him away fairly Gosh, early. Probably, yeah, yeah, in in by week three or four. No, that's not true. That's not true. I held on to him too long because I couldn't get good value mm-hmm. for him. That was the problem. Then you probably just cut him. But he was better than I. I You know, then my waiver wire guys, in the middle of the season, running back was really bad on the waiver. So, yeah, I held on to Mike Davis for for too long, to be honest. Who's your stud for the year? Actually, can I throw out one more disappointment? You can. That I think matters to you? Yeah, let's go through
2: through some more disappointments.
3: (laughs) I don't want to dwell on disappointments too long, but this is a real one. This is an important one. Christian McCaffrey.
2: Yes, that— That was a disappointment of – and you as well in your – Yep, we both had Christian McCaffrey in different leagues. I had him for my keeper, and I think he played, what, four games on and off. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously I was disappointed. Luckily I had other people through trades, et cetera, to back that up. And Hubbard, who he's – as his replacement ever since – Cam Newton came along. I just knew Cam wasn't going to be good for the whole fantasy situation. There, we tried. Uh, I just I can never get behind Cam. Yeah, but uh, yeah, very disappointing. And now, still fantastic when he's on the field. Yeah, we saw flashes. What's your outlook? My personal outlook is I am worried next year. Oh yeah, you have to be completely. There's a chance he could get traded. This is. Uh, there's been talk yeah or uh i don't know if, i don't think this is his year of uh his contract being up but i've heard talks of him possibly being traded cuz really for what they can get for him they could the panthers could use well look Christian mccaffrey is an incredible running back and um but
3: he's an incredible pass catching running back he operates almost like a wide receiver at times correct yeah and so is he going to maintain that same level of success on a different team in, in terms of real fantasy
2: or real football, rather? I don't know. You see that players change teams a lot. And then look at uh, LeVon Bell. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was a Steeler. Great. Yep. And then went to the Jets and is he even on a team anymore? Uh was, he, he was, was a Chief, on Baltimore uh, and then got like Baltimore. A, yep. Yep. And, I mean, that... I mean, uh, McCaffrey though, uh, the attitude McCaffrey brings is a lot better than LeVon Bell. Yeah, so that's better to have in your locker room. Well, sure, completely. sure, completely. So it's a little easier to to go with him. Is he a first round pick next year? Is he? I should say, I think he's still a first round pick if he's still even on the Panthers. But is he a top five pick? No. No, and I think there's a world where he's a
3: second round pick.
2: I think there is that world too, depending you know, on your format, et
3: cetera. sure, sure, yeah, I mean, in a full point p b r he's still going to be high up there just based yeah. on his his experience Receiving. catching the ball yeah. right, but um, but in the standard league, second round Ugh. you and can't trust just him just can't it's been it's been two years now, two lost seasons, yep, that's painful. Painful, painful. He
2: does not mind the paycheck, though. Well, sure, that's certainly true. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, another another disappointment this year. Let's talk about our shared disappointment for a
3: player. Okay. Corey Davis. Oh, man, uh, Tim Arnold's going to be here any minute to record his next podcast. <laughs> and uh, I remember being in this room with him, with him yeah. talking about Corey Davis and how he took Corey Davis in the
2: draft, and you and I were disappointed. We were, because we had talked about him, talk, talked him up. We saw him in the preseason just, yep. uh, he was lightening up like 10 receptions each game and whatever. And maybe not 10 receptions, but he was the main guy there. And I mean, he had a great season with Tennessee the boy, year before. Yeah. He started out the season still
3: really strong. And he's a monster. He's a big boy. Absolutely. So um, very disappointing that this is how his season ended, not just with injury, but steady decline yeah and the jets in general i mean um we had a couple of games with mike white where we saw some action
2: especially with the running backs and we saw real value but this team has not been able to hold it together been hard to start even uh anyone and we had uh the injury for elijah mm-hmm. that uh he was looking really promising yeah and then he i'm not sure how his injury occurred but uh, IR. Yeah. all of a sudden I read IR, I'm like, what? Yeah. So, I didn't even know what you were heard.
3: <laughs> I think that's an important thing. Um, one question I'll ask you maybe at the end of the episode is, what are things that we should keep in mind for next season? And that's one that I want to remember, Elijah Moore, mm-hmm. real value there. Especially right. as this team steps into another year
2: uh, of figuring themselves out. Like, I think there's, there's something there. Another disappointment for myself. Okay. Marquez Calloway. Yeah, I know. Your boy. My boy. Your boy. You didn't have Michael Thomas. Yep. You had... Oh, talk about disappointments. Yeah. He should have been playing at some point. And yeah. Nothingness. So somebody had to step up uh, and take his spot. No one has. Callaway was everybody's uh, go-to guy in the preseason. The quarterback play was terrible, and... Uh, Callaway was terrible. So, mm-hmm. huge, huge disappointment for me. I was, I picked him up like late rounds thinking, no, I didn't. We had talked about him. Somebody else picked him up. But regardless, disappointing. Uh, one more disappointment I want to throw out there for myself is Ryan Tannehill.
3: Right. You're it, a big Tannehillian. I was all in on Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, I targeted him in every draft because I saw him as the, the, The last to go from the tier of quarterbacks that I thought were actually going to be really great. Mm -hmm. Um, You thought he was going to be consistent. So I drafted him in the sixth round, which, again, with a keeper for us, is essentially the seventh round. Um, And I felt really good about that. If I got a strong top five potential quarterback in the seventh round, um, I felt really good um because that's that's not too early but that's not too late right if i go any later than that i'm into a totally different tier of quarterbacks right you're bottom dwelling so uh which is doable but then you're often looking at streaming and what you're doing trades now i rode ryan Tannehill through still a majority of the season because our quarterback situation in our league was rough um, everybody had two or even three quarterbacks sometimes. That's just mm-hmm. the way kind of the year fell. Um, so I've struggled at quarterback the entire season, and it's because I put my chips in a Ryan Tannehill, and Ryan Tannehill has never exceeded expectations. He he held his own sometimes, 20-ish points in our standard scoring league. Um, But, yeah, never been exceptional. He had uh, he just had to hand the ball
2: off. That's totally true, too, is, is – the weapons just weren't there. And then when Henry got hurt, it seemed like soon after, his yeah. wide receivers were hurt. Yep. And bleh. bleh, bleh, bleh. Speaking of things to not forget,
3: Derrick Henry. We cannot forget that Derrick Henry was on his way to... We'll never forget you. ...one of the
2: greatest running back seasons of all time. Yep. Plus, an extra game. Right. What Could have just been monster records. Absolutely. And ouchie. Let's stop being negative. Yeah, let's be positive. Who... I'm gonna. I mean, this is a no-brainer, but we all knew Cooper Cup was going to be good. Holy crap! <laughs> Holy crap! Two years ago, Holy he cup. was he was he really was good. Last year, he was good, but lower tier wide receiver one than this year. Kapow! Breaking records. Going to break records. Arguably, fantasy MVP. Arguably. I, let, let, let's name some other candidates real quick. We got Cup. Um, I mean
3: Jonathan Taylor. Taylor, obviously, um, it's difficult to put somebody like Derrick Henry in there when you lost the second half of the season, mm-hmm. right? He's still like number five in yards. I know, I know. I'll tell you what. Let's revisit our fantasy yeah. MVPs at the end because uh, what I want to do is look up a little bit more information I on other players. Do some research. I'll do a little more research. research. Some Googling. Can, we, can we get our
2: research team in here?
3: But, yeah, let's name a, a couple other players that we were really happy succeeded.
2: I've mentioned before, Fournette.
3: Fournette was a great one. Obviously. Yep. Yeah, what a feel-good story, too.
2: Uh, your your studs, uh, Justin Jefferson.
3: Justin Jefferson I had. Love Justin Jefferson. Swift. DeAndre Swift. Here's a mistake I made. I don't know if it was a mistake, but... Uh, you are trying to help your team at the time. I... Drafted DeAndre Swift in the sixth round of our 14-team league. I thought I was stealing when he fell that low. He was injured at the beginning of the season, and people were really worried about it, if you remember, especially mm-hmm. around the time that we drafted. Turns out he has a great season, fantastic season, um, better, far better than expected season. I traded him away after week one because I felt, all right, I got an exceptional week out of my guy, I'm gonna him trade out. him away, right, before he gets injured. I don't want to get caught holding the bag. Well, I traded him away too soon. I got good return on him. I everything worked out, right? But that's somebody that I actually probably would have held Look, on to longer. Kicked yourself a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, but I have to, have to, have to talk about my boy Jackson. Do you have some sort of song you can play for me? Something something uh, great. Got a mouth harp? Something great Whatever you says. got. Something positive, happy. Let's something, see. Just, Let's see what we got that's in here that's happy. Just not the clown song. Just not the clown song. <laughs> got to be honest with you, 90% of what's in here is
0: the clown song. <laughs> uh, Even
3: if it's another segment that we're just not doing today.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, I can do a little just. bit of this. Mm, yeah.
3: Joe Mixon! Mm-hmm. My boy Joseph! I don't know if he likes to go by Joe Mixon, but... God damn it, Joe Mixon. (laughs) Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. He's he's done well. (laughs) He's done exceptional. And people don't realize it because he hid behind Derrick Henry and he hid behind Jonathan Taylor. But he was the number two running back the vast majority
2: of the last seven weeks. See what happens when you don't get hurt? Uh, Yes! And you have nobody else around you? Yes!
3: God, I felt good about that one.
2: Um, C.D. Lamb, also very happy with C.D. Lamb Um, for most of the year. And then uh, it seems like they've been struggling the past, like, three weeks. C.D. Lamb's still been solid the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How solid? Like 50% solid? 70% solid?
3: I don't know. How solid is Concrete? (laughs) (laughs) Because now his name's Concrete Lamb. Concrete Lamb. I don't like that. I feel bad about that one. Um, In our standard scoring league, he had... 13 targets, 7 receptions, 89 yards in week 13. Uh, In week 14, 10 targets, 7 receptions, 61 yards, plus 2 rushing attempts. Like, he's getting the work. Yeah. He's their number 1. I
2: love it. Love seeing it, especially as Ezekiel Elliott struggles. Boy, there's another disappointment. I didn't have a lot of high hopes going in yeah. to the year for him.
3: Didn't have high, My high watch. hopes for Zeke Elliott. <laughs> Nailed it. He
2: he came off of an injury year as well, and uh, I didn't have high hopes. I was not gonna. If he fell to me, I would have. Re- I could have reluctantly chosen him. He was a sure. keeper, I do believe. So I didn't have that chance, if I'm not mistaken. But I didn't. I didn't want him. There's guys sometimes you just reluctantly take. You're like, oh, like I got Dak Prescott. He he came to me. Yeah. And I was he like, to me. he fell to me. And I was like, oh, is there, should I? <laughs> and I didn't want to, but I did. And for most of the season, besides the past couple of weeks, he's been over 25 points, 28 points a game. Yep. And hopefully uh, he get he gets uh, fantasy back on track, which I should probably email him and tell him to get me more fantasy points. But other than that, yeah. how about uh, George Kittle?
3: Oh, love me some George Kittle. Traded for George Kittle when George Kittle was having a down part of the and season,
2: he possibly hurt at that time too. Was he hurt? He was hurt. Yep. Yeah. And uh, most of the year he, he was out. Uh, not, Wasn't it like five weeks? It was a chunk. It
3: was a yeah. chunk for sure. But now you're talking about the number one tight end in fantasy. Put up over seventy points between the last two mm, weeks. That's nice. Oh man, oh. excited to have him in my lineup. You for were. A I remember one
2: text you gave you gave me like should i do kittle yeah or? so let's talk about success
3: and disappointments yeah right um george kittle and kyle pitts, pitts. i had both of them um george kittle looked like he was going to be disappointing and i was ready to trade him away and hold on to kyle pitts through the season you'd be ooh, you'd be mad right now. i would be so upset because kyle pitts has been a bummer and not because he can't do it
2: no, it's it's he it's proved
3: the, the talents there, but this offense can't operate. There's nobody else taking the attention, um, especially with Calvin Ridley out. So yeah, it's just been just been tough. It it's hurts. Tough. It hurts, and but Kyle Pitts would be a number one dynasty target for me. Yeah, next
2: uh, still still look at next year. Yep. I mean there's only a handful of tight ends that are worth anything. I drafted Gronk. I sat on Gronk all year so I'm happy with my tight end because now I mean the first 2 weeks he was phenomenal and then he was hurt forever and then I had acquired Logan Thomas mhm and I was pretty ha- yeah Logan was hurt and I but I was waiting biting my time and he came back and then he got hurt and uh Gronk was there still waiting and he comes in and he's been scoring and being a target monster yeah so i'm really happy for him any other successes you really want to shout out so many good successes i know i mean you you can't talk about oh i'm just i'm a broncos fan i am loving okay uh let's obviously uh javante williams i'm a i'm a huge fan this guy is so hard to tackle another person that we need to remember for next, next year. year yeah he could be he could if he is the lone workhorse back watch out that being said melvin gordon is the player fantasy players love to hate and he just keeps scoring keeps giving both last week they both had two touchdowns each melvin gordon we all assumed by week 3 by week 4 he'd be the second stringer or Traded and he's still there, still producing. They love to run in Denver, so don't know if he's gonna be there next year. I I hope so, but uh, watch for next year for Javante Williams. Yep, yep. Have any more?
3: Um, I have a couple other things I thought we could chat about real quick before we move, before we end the show. Let's chit the chat, Um, but uh, but yeah, if you have anyone else you want to shout out, we can do that. No,
2: I don't know. Their numbers, they don't listen to the show, so I won't shout, shout them out.
3: Uh, yeah, no, they don't listen to the show. Don't listen. Oh, um Your first few rounds of the draft, draft review. Okay, Ooh, okay. Um, of course, you had Christian McCaffrey as your keeper, then you drafted Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, Dak Prescott, and Daryl Henderson. And let's throw Robert Tunyon in there as well. Mm, Tunyon.
2: Big disappointment.
3: How do you feel about those rounds? Uh, now that you're
2: uh now that the season's over. Besides Tunyon. And who is uh who was my round five? Um Daryl Henderson. Man, he he performed when he wa for the for the majority of the year he really performed. I then traded him away. Uh, then he got hurt and uh the other guy came in uh, uh sony michelle has sony been michelle up yeah yeah and he's he did, has done wonderful yeah um yeah besides Tunyon, man i was so on the Tunyon train i know i, I know was so i mean he i shouldn't have been i should have seen last year's production and saw he had what eight to ten touchdowns and th- thought fluke yeah nope yeah so i kicked myself for for that draft pick but What's I, yours? I had Nick Chubb
3: as my keeper And then I took Joe Mixon As the 1-2 running back punch What was your draft pick?
2: Do you remember? What number? <laughs> oh gosh No I was in the latter portion uh, ninth. I was I, ninth.
3: I was 11th I got 3rd last you were, year You were 12th 12th Yes yeah. um, Out of 14 teams in that league So I had Nick Chubb Joe Mixon CeeDee Lamb So really happy with those 3 so far Tyler Lockett And Mike Davis. Mm. Mike Davis, obviously, disappointment. Um, And then Tyler Lockett had a couple of boom games in the beginning and then was dry, and then the whole Russell Wilson injury happened. So I traded him away, and now he's having a great resurgence. Yeah, Tim's here um, for Tim's team. And I traded him (laughs) to to Tim for Calvin Ridley, who then uh, the next week announced that he was stepping away from football. So that felt real good um but uh but yeah so interesting start to the draft but uh but overall those top three picks i was pretty happy with so they really carried me
2: to the fantasy playoffs drafting matters look at just do your research every year a lot of people go in not knowing anything and just let the computer do all the work yeah can't do that you ready to shoot your shot one last
3: time oh my
2: Goodness, I'm gonna let yes, I'm gonna let you choose first. I'll like go first. Ninety percent, I've chosen, so I've been at a disadvantage. I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna you you won last the rules a last bit. week uh, by a ton, Marquez Valdescalvding, <laughs> Marquis like Valdescalvding, two receptions. Yep, MDS. And your guy, uh, the number two for the Vikings that KJ week. K.J. Osborne. Uh, he had a long, like, 70 Fantastic touchdown. game. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but this is a different type of shoot your shot,
3: and I'm kind of ambushing you with this. I like ambushes. Um, <laughs> we're going to shoot our shot on our fantasy MVPs. Last shoot your shot, eh, partner.
2: Hey. hey.
3: Oh, that hurt my throat a little. <laughs> hey, partner. There you go. That feels better. Um, Let's talk about some fantasy MVPs. Let's do it. The number one scoring player in fantasy football in our Yahoo League, Tom Brady. Okay. Okay. Let's keep that in mind as a quarterback. Um, Jonathan Taylor, the top scoring non-quarterback player. Interesting choice there. Cooper Cup, of course, um, the next top scoring player that's not a quarterback and then um believe it or not you've got a couple others austin eckler and joe mixon up there you've got debo samuel who's been excellent and you've got justin jefferson on that list as well of players who are not quarterbacks that scored that high you've got tom brady josh allen justin herbert matthew stafford and believe it or not patrick mahomes as your top scoring quarterbacks Hmm. Do any of those ring a bell for you as a fantasy MVP? Which one I
2: would choose? Who would you choose as your fantasy MVP? Man, well, I can't do Brady because I feel like there's other quarterbacks I could have had on my team that would made up that difference. So... Mm-hmm. I would go with Cup... Even though Jonathan Taylor is really good, I feel like Cup has been super consistent. I feel like wide receivers are not always consistent, and Cup has been all the time. I feel like I can get a running back that if if I had uh, the choice, if I'm getting a a top running back, I feel like I can get a top running back that's consistent as well, like Jonathan Taylor's consistent. It won't score as much, but Cup is consistent, and wide receivers are have not been this year. Yep. I would say Cooper
3: Cup as well. And the reason why is because Jonathan Taylor, fantastic, is great. But Jonathan Taylor, you still took in the first round, right? Cooper Cup, you got at the end of the second round, yeah. even the third round. Um, In our 14-team league, in a 12-team or 10-team league, you definitely got him in the third round, mm-hmm. right? That's insane
2: return on value. Out of nowhere. But we all knew he was great. We knew he was great,
3: right? But, but you we just, just didn't.
2: With the new quarterback in town and
3: new quarterback in town, um, you've got uh, Robert Woods, who we weren't sure about. They changed
2: the uniforms a bit.
3: <laughs> that affects it too. So yeah, Cooper Cup, uh, fantastic, fantastic, good job, Cooper. Here. Yay! Oh, we
2: jinxed him. Play bound fantasy football MVP. Yep. Yeah, now you're screwed. Sorry, sorry, everyone that <laughs> that chose him in the fifth round. We by ankle. Anything else for Season 1 of Playoff Bound Fantasy Football? I I had a great time for Season 1. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I had a great time with you.
2: Pick pick your top draft pick for next year. Like my number one draft pick? Yes. Um. You have the first draft pick. Who's your guy? Let's throw out some names. Derrick Henry. You got... Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Maybe... Uh, Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Those are the really top... Unless you're in... Uh, PPR, you got the Ecklers, but I still wouldn't choose him for my top. But
3: Man, maybe... You know, um, Joe Mixon is close up there in standard scoring only. In half and full PPR, he's not up there. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey is still probably a, a top a first-round draft pick, especially
2: in full or half PPR. I don't know. Interesting, tough. Interesting, tough. I'd probably go with... Derrick Henry I think that He could still be A league winner For you This Titans team They can do it They can do it They can make it happen
3: They just need to stay healthy Speaking of which Stay healthy You too
2: Because we have A future season to do We do Thank everyone Out there From me (laughs) And me (laughs) For For joining us In our first season Of playoff Bound Fantasy football This has been A fun ride We uh, We didn't argue a lot just a little, but there's a lot. There's a lot of hatred, <laughs> a lot of loathing <laughs> in here. You didn't hear it on the podcast, but
3: well, I'll tell you what. If you like this show, consider subscribing to Las Plus. It's just ten dollars a month, and it supports our independent network. You get ad-free versions of shows. You get all the good stuff. Blah
2: blah blah, blah. Give it t- to someone for Christmas. There you go. Can't do that.
3: Oh, but
2: yeah, but you can buy you it can. for yourself. We're working on it. I'm <laughs> working on it right <laughs> okay. now, actually. Well, put it in their ear.
3: Uh, LAS Network.com, and then if you'd like Network.com slash plus to learn more about subscribing and this show is a seasonal show it's our season finale
2: it's a two minute warning
3: <laughs> no now it's a ten minute war- or 10-second warning 10-second warning with right. that thank you so much for a great season one see ya next year bye everybody